It's time for our weekly visit with Jerry Hill, Baylor Athletics Director of Sports Journalism. Here are J-Mo and Jerry and Aaron Sexton. Welcome back, John Morris Show on a Wednesday, and always fun fun to welcome in our good friend, and we hope yours, Jerry Hill, Baylor Insider. Jerry, welcome to you. We appreciate you being on with us. John, I appreciate it as well. I'm sorry I got bumped off of Monday by baseball, but, you know, <laughs> you just kind of roll with the punches in this game, you know. I got that big bump in pay, you know, for being able to move to Wednesday. So That's I appreciate true. that as well. That's true. Didn't we triple your pay to move to Wednesdays? Tripled. I think at least tripled, yeah. 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 And all the mints you can eat from my office. So There's, there's a lot of zeros. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of zeros. Many zeros as you want, as long as they're all zeros. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Jerry, come on, man. You're you're a renaissance man. You're good for any day of the week. So. Any day. Yeah. Any day. Yeah. Hey, how's your class going? You're you're a professor Hill now. How's the class going? Can can we get that added to the promo? Yeah, well, no, I'm working on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd like I'd like for that beautiful voice that does the uh promo. I I'd, I'd like for him to include Professor Hill, you know, oh, in that. But yeah, it's great, John. <laughs> I I've, I've really enjoyed it. First time to ever do this. Um, you know, um teaching a class, particularly in the college level. Um, you know, so yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I knew, or I know, you know, quite a few of the kids before. So I think that helps. Oh, that's good. There was some prior prior knowledge there, you know, obviously with Michael Haig and Foster Nicholas from the Lariat staff. So, um, but it's fun. Um, and have the Bryce Cherry from the Waco Tribune Herald coming to be a guest speaker tomorrow. Ooh, very good. Yeah. Yeah, You said, you said first time at at the college level. It's a little bit different than third third grade Sunday school, right? It really is. It really is. Yeah, I was I was a great royal ambassador. There you go, um, teacher or leader, and and I have done. Let's see, I've done junior high um, Sunday school. They, they were kind of working me down. It seemed like because at one point <laughs> I, was, I was the uh, young adults like. Uh, uh-huh. I think I was the director of the department. Then they moved me down to uh, um, college, and I was kind of – I don't even remember what exactly my role was. Right. Um, and then they moved me down to uh, youth and started working with junior high kids. And, and at the same time or sometime during that period, I was working with Royal Ambassadors as well. So I have a lot of teaching experience. There you go. Very good. That is great. All right. I, and and – in all seriousness, I think you're great to be teaching this class in sports writing at Baylor. I think it's great. Uh, Maxie Parrish used to do that. Now you've picked up the mantle. So it, yeah. we may kid you about it, and we will ask yeah. our voice guy, Aaron, that's the second time he's asked for that <laughs> or came in to, to record Professor Hill. On his defense, he is oh. Professor Hill now. Oh, no, he is. <laughs> we, yeah. Yeah. yeah, But we'll work on that. But in all seriousness, uh, you're perfect for that job. So well done. That's okay, because Julie won't call me Professor Hill. Oh, she won't? <laughs> you make her call you that at home, huh? No, no. Okay. All right. Definitely not today. All right. All right, how about basketball last night? What a great win for the Baylor men. Uh, what a nice rebound win. And uh, they played really well, didn't they? John, I, I and you've seen them all, but I just can't think of a game where they played better 
really on both ends. You know, I mean, uh, Scott mentioned that, you know, that uh, they shot 47 percent. Um, but, you know, I I look at what what they had, what the defense had to do at particular times and they got it done. So I, I thought really both ends. I thought they played really well um, against Oklahoma and, and offensively. I mean, they, they were just smooth. I mean, obviously, Jaden Nunn leading the way, but all five starters, you know, scoring in double digits. It was just a really well-played game. Set, what was it, five turnovers for the game? Yeah, five. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's amazing. Like, it, you know, again, you could almost go against air and have more than five turnovers. So I, I thought it was a really well-played game. And, you know, John, hopefully it's kind of like turning that corner, like, man, this is this is what it can look like. So let's see if we can do this the rest of the year. I mean, there's a this schedule coming up is ridiculous, but, you know, they've got a chance if they can play like that, they can beat anybody. That's true. They they can. Absolutely. And especially at home. And the crowd was great again. Right. Uh, they went from a season high tying 21 turnovers in the loss to Kansas to a season low tying five last night and 16 assists and five turnovers. That's the way to go. That's that's much more preferable. Well, John, if I remember right, too, I think you know Baylor scored like 22 points. Yeah. Off of their like 12. Well, yeah. wasn't like Oklahoma turned it over a bunch, but I think part of that was we got steals and kind of got got in transition so yeah 22 points off of 12 turnovers is a bunch yeah so good win there and now the men go on the road for their next two at west virginia saturday at byu next tuesday uh for the baylor women uh, it's their turn to take on oklahoma the conference leading oklahoma women tonight in norman it's a big game tonight number 21 versus number 23 yeah no and in oklahoma you know you you kept thinking well they'll lose this one well, they'll lose this one, but huh. you know they're sitting there at the top of the standings, and they now they've won a lot of close games, and you know just kind of pulled some. I mean, they won at Iowa State, you know, the other day. So um, this is a really good Oklahoma team. It, but because of what they had done in non-conference, and it wasn't like they, I mean, they did have a loss to Southern, but for the most part, it was you know losing to Tennessee, North Carolina. I mean, it wasn't like they were losing to a bunch of dogs, but they were six and five coming out of you know non-conference. So that's what's kept them from being in the rankings all this time but now they're in and like I said they're at the top of the standing so this is a really good Oklahoma team and you're playing them on the road so you know tough task for the uh for the women uh tonight but uh you know I I think they've played better in spurts uh in a stretch so hopefully they can put it together this would be a big win John just uh you know I don't know that you know because they're four games out in the conference standings I don't know that they're really looking at like trying to win a conference championship at this point. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to get up into that top four, number one, for a buy in the uh, Big 12 tournament. And then you're trying to help your seeding. You know, if you if you play well enough down the stretch, and I had looked at the schedule before, um, if you play well down the stretch and you do well at the conference tournament, I still I still think you can be a host. I still think you can be a top 16 team. But you got to win those games. I think it's uh, – I was saying if you could win like five of your last six – um, you, you know, which again is tough. It might be losing this one and then trying to win five in a row. Um, but if you can win five of six, because one of those is also a trip to West Virginia, which is a really tough place to play. Um, but, you know, if they can do that and do well at the conference tournament, maybe win it or, or at least get to the championship game, I think they could still be a host, uh, you know, come NCAA tournament time. 
So I was going to ask you, get your thoughts on that. Had they, uh, yeah. you know, kind of blown their chance to be a top 16 and be a host in the first and second round, or uh, do they still have that opportunity? I, I agree with you. I think they do. I mean, it's they're on the outside looking in right now, and they'd have to finish really, really strong, but I think they still do have a shot to do that. Yeah, John, and I haven't looked at the latest bracketology, but I know one of them had them at like six, a six seed. So obviously that puts you outside of that. But again, not so far down where, oh, well, they can't, they can't do this. So, you know, I think, again, it's a matter of how you finish. And that's one of the things, obviously, that they look at is, you know, how well you finish. So, you know, again, if you go and win a bunch of these games down the stretch, you know, winning, you know, five or six, uh, down this stretch, I think you can, um, and and they are sixth in the latest bracketology, playing uh, Middle Tennessee. Oh goodness, <laughs> I just know where it was. Where? <laughs> it's at Baton Rouge. Oh, in Baton Rouge, of course. That's, that's got to be just a joke or something. The NCA would, would do not, that. They would not send Baylor to LSU. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, we can win enough of those games where we can get off of that line and and host uh, a couple of games here in Waco. That would be nice. That's a huge plus um, for sure. All right, uh, what else, Jerry? Uh, how about men's tennis, that big win over uh, fifth-ranked USC t- yeah. the other night? Um, when was that? Was that Monday or Sunday? That was Monday night. Yeah, Monday, yeah, Monday night. night. Yeah, they, Smoked them, yeah, right, played, for love. Yeah, they played, Tulsa, they played Nebraska and Tulsa over the weekend, beat both of them 7-0. And, John, honestly, they were kind of headed that way in this one as well against USC. Now, they, they were a little shorthanded, had a couple of their top players out. But, I mean, they had ranked players up there at the top of the lineup. And you swept the one, two, and three spots in that lineup. So, it wasn't like you were – again, it wasn't like you were playing dogs. You were playing really good players that are at USC, the number five team in the country. So, they're, they can play. Uh, but, man, Baylor won every first set. Um, and, and, again, we're in position – to sweep, they'd already won the doubles point, and they were in position to sweep all the singles. Would have been another 7-0 win. So they are definitely kind of hitting their stride. And I know Michael has kind of played around with the lineup a little bit, uh, you know, with uh, moving Chumbervelks up to the number one, Teddy Paraluk down to two. Um, but he said, like, he's got three guys that he feels like can all play number one, Devin Badenhorst the freshman being the other one. So, I mean, when you got three guys that are capable of playing number one, have the game to play number one, I can remember years, honestly, and this would have been early, you know, in the development of this program, but there were years where they didn't have a number one. Yeah, so, yeah that's true. You know, they, just had to, they really just had to throw somebody out there. Yeah. So the fact that you now have three guys that can all play there, man, that's, that's a huge deal. So, yeah, this could be – I know he's hurting this week because this is the week of the IT – nationals and and you know he hates not being there right. uh, but they're going to get a couple of matches in this weekend in abilene uh playing i believe mcmurray and acu just to get some tennis in um but yeah um i you know I, I think this could again really be a good team and compete for a conference championship you know be a top 10 type national team very good and uh how about acrobatics and tumbling they beat umhb yeah. the other day sunday afternoon another win that's 29 straight yeah. for felicia mulkey and the team but um you look inside the numbers and, huh fee's not happy <laughs> is she happy. Did you, have you visited with her since then i i, I got some audio from that meet and right. you could tell like she right well i mean you got outscored in the team event right that's you lost the I team event yeah 
Yeah, I watched that last team event, um, and you saw the bobbles. I mean, it it wasn't like you know I'm I'm not a trained eye, but I could see enough of you know stumbles and bobbles and stuff like that that this is not a this is not going to be a great score and and it wasn't and she thought it was too high. She thought both teams um, team event scores were too high. Right. Um, so I guess she was putting that on the judges, but you know Baylor did get outscored in the team event by UMHB and and only beat them by like I think it was seven and seven and a half maybe eight points and er, I had gone back and looked John every time you know and this is a new program at UMHB but every time Baylor had played them in the past they had they had won by at least 20 points Mm, yeah so you know again a good sign that UMHB is getting better um, but I know Baylor expects more than that coach Fee expects more than that and certainly the athletes expect more than that going to be one of those um, stories as the season progresses that we say you remember when Baylor lost the team event to UMHB (laughs) and look where they are now that's right that's (laughs) right well you know they got Oregon coming up right next weekend so um, that will be a great test they're number two right now and and receive some first place votes so yeah I think that'll be a, a test to see and see how how far they've come since then Yep, that'll be good. That's uh, Sunday the 25th at the Farrell right. Center. All right, yep. Jerry, thanks very much. Anything else on your mind? Uh, no, I was just going to say baseball, too, opening up oh, this yeah, weekend yeah. at Shriners. Uh, I think I'm going to try to go up there Saturday to watch uh, watch them play Oregon. Um, they play Nebraska on Friday, Oregon, and I think Tennessee on Sunday. Both of the first two are at 11 a.m. at Globe Life Field, home of the world champion, Texas Rangers. There you go. Get that in there. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fun and, and softball we tell should, them professor <laughs> that's right that's going to be part of the syllabus with jerry yes. uh yes. and softball yes. played two games against yes. tennessee nearly had a w- big win in that first game oh, now they're going on the road yeah. to louisiana yeah making that uh you know glenn trip uh he, he man he likes to go to louisiana i think he likes that food over there all <laughs> right they're, they're gonna be in they're gonna be in louisiana for a minute so that that'll be good though again tested I think they're playing. I don't remember if they're playing a series, John, against Louisiana. I know they play McNeese for one of the games as well, but I think they play Louisiana a couple of games. So, uh, again, good test this this uh, weekend, and uh, basically every almost every game in February is against either a ranked team or receiving votes. So, yeah, tough yeah, and they'll be tested a lot. Yeah, they'll be tested a lot. All right, Thursday at McNeese in Lake Charles, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday against uh, La- Louisiana. Don't call us Louisiana Lafayette. Don't call us Lafayette. Right. So that's it. All right, Professor, thank you very much. Right. We'll work on the uh, voice imaging for you, okay? I appreciate that. Aaron, make thank a note. we got to get that for Professor Oh, Hill. It's, it's, it's in the process. All right. It's in the works. It's, it's in, in the, the works, process. Jerry. Right, Sometimes guys, things don't you. happen fast. Thank you, Jerry Hill. Well, no, I know. All right. Professor Jerry, Jerry Hill. Professor right. Jerry Hill. <laughs> Baylor Insider. Great to visit with him. That's a good ring to it, him. though, doesn't it? The I, Professor Jerry It fits. Hill. Yeah. yeah. Now, when he starts wearing, I told him, when he starts wearing the sport coats with the patches on the sleeves and starts smoking <laughs> a pipe, you know, that's when he's gone for full bore professor. That is the professor jacket, isn't it? Professorial. It, it kind of is. <laughs> I know, well, and it's been a long time since I was in college, but yeah. that was the preferred uh, preferred way to dress for most of my professors. And I wonder why that is. I don't know, because it's so <laughs> ugly. <laughs> it really is. Those jackets, right. even as a kid when I had to wear one, yeah. I, I, even then I thought, 
with these ugly patches on the elbows. Yeah. I don't like this. And I haven't never changed my mind on that. I think I had one, one time, I, one sport coat with I that. I had one growing up, which meant I had it from probably about the third to the sixth grade. Okay. Until right. I hit my real growth spurt. And then obviously I couldn't fit it anymore. But <laughs> yeah, I, I had it, didn't like it. I got you. <laughs> that's, that's Jerry. But yeah, that'd be a good look for Jerry. It would. It would, it would fit. He could pull it off. The professor. All right. Great to have Jerry Hill on with us. Let's uh, let's take a break. All good natured ribbing of Professor Hill. Please understand that. Hey, we are brought to you in part by ATDS. That is American Truck Driving School, assisting companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. So much freight to be hauled, not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS can help. They train drivers for over 20 different companies. You can obtain your CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Check it out. Uh, Give them a call, 254-829-1694. That's 254-829-1694 for ATDS, American Truck Driving School. 